Thanks for joining us on Sandful Radio, Zach Milbank here, and with me today is a 100 gamer for round 10 of the statewide Super League. It's Glenelg's Marlon Motlop. How are you, Marlon? Good, thanks, Zach. Thanks for having me. Not a problem at all. Um, congratulations on getting to triple figures. Uh, been a long and winding journey for you to get there, starting all the way back with North Adelaide in 2008, but um, you got there all the same. Um, yeah, it's been a bit of a journey. Um, I can rem- yeah, remember coming down as a 16-year-old in school holidays and playing junior footy with North Adelaide. And um, yeah, once I got drafted to Port Adelaide, it was a it was an easy transition to stay with North Adelaide and um, mm. ended up playing playing in my first year at senior footy at um, at the Roosters. I think it was yeah, back in 2008. Um, and yeah, just remember it like it was yesterday. Yeah, I bet uh, we'll get to that uh, in a tick. But um, you touched on it there. You came down, and I guess when you're meaning came down, so from Darwin, um, obviously uh, that's your spiritual home and where you're from, um, a place that's dear to your heart. Uh, just for the listeners' benefit, uh, let us know how things all began for you in terms of uh, footy up there. Um, yeah, so obviously from a pretty large football family um, back home in Darwin, so um yeah, I had uncles and, and cousins, and my father was heavily involved in football, so they were either playing or coaching. So, um, yeah, kind of just grew up at a, at a really tight-knit community and a big family um, at the Wanderers Football Club, and just progressed reasonably well through my junior junior years, and um, I guess that, that football club's kind of shaped me to the person I am now and shaped me as a footballer. Mm. Uh, just the way it's uh, really tight-knit and how close everything, everyone is there, so... Um, yeah, it really helped me in good stead before I um, made the big move down Adelaide. And uh, along the journey, um, you've since gone back there um, whenever you can to still have a kick with them, which is great. Yeah, I think it's um, it's a it's a big commitment. I kind of don't have a choice. Like I feel like <laughs> I have to go back and help. So um, yeah, I've always stayed um, really close with my football club and my family. I've got an older brother and older cousins who still play there as well and coach. So. Um, yeah, I try and get back in the off-season whenever I can, um, and it's an easier way to get fit, I guess. Yeah, true. Um, you know, you've done a very good pre-season in that respect, that's for sure. Um, uh, yeah, as we touched on, so you came down to Adelaide. What was the real instigator to sort of give you that nudge to come down and um, further yourself, Marlon? Um, oh, it was... I've always wanted to play AFL football from a young age, so, I mean, getting drafted straight out of Darwin was was pretty lucky. I know um, a lot of lads who had to do it a little bit harder and um, move out of move out of Darwin and play SANFL or VFL or Waffle footy before getting drafted. So I was one of the lucky ones who progressed reasonably reasonably well through my junior football. And, um, yeah, once I got drafted about a month out of year 12, it was, um, yeah, I guess a, a new start and pretty daunting process. But I think it made the, the transition a little bit easier having... Um, older cousin Daniel Motlop and Peter Burgoyne, Sean Burgoyne at the footy club, um, mm. who are great mo- role models and mentors for myself. So how would you describe your time with the power on the power list? Obviously a handful of games at AFL level as well. Um, yeah, I'd, uh, four years, it went pretty quickly. Yeah. Um, I guess three of those I was um, on the long-term injury list, so it was mm. um, a bit of a learning curve for me, but... Um, I learnt a fair bit of my trade through those four years and, um, you know, there's still, I, I was lucky enough to have a really good coach in Choco Williams and um, good mentors like Peter and Sean and Daniel um, and pl- 
play under, you know, Warren Treadray and Michael Wilson and guys like that. So, um, you know, the stuff that they used to teach me back then is still really relevant today. So, hmm. um, yeah, I learned a lot of my trade through through those four years. Um, and it, I guess it held me in good stead for the next chapter of my footy career after that. What's probably the lasting element of those things you said that you learnt um, during your time there that you've taken through with you now, Marlon? Um, I guess just the, the ability to keep turning up and um, the way you train and the way you prepare um, and how hard. It, I just learnt how to, how, to, how to work really hard and work really smart as well. Um, and I'm still learning as well. I need to be a little bit smarter now. I'm getting a little bit older. But, mm. uh, yeah, just the... the just, Watching, you know, guys like Peter and Sean train and, um, you know, how smart they were and Peter was a really hard trainer and, um, you know, those little things, whether, whether you're out on the footy track or you're riding a bike or you're doing a boxing session or swimming, um, just being able to watch guys like that, legends of a football club, go about their business was um, something that has always stuck with me just mm. in terms of their right. Yeah, no doubt about it. Um, then, as we touched on earlier, you made your league during that period, obviously um, aligned with North Adelaide in the Sample, which was a nice natural fit for you, and you made your league debut in round nine of 2008, uh, had a nice win against the Eagles, and you bagged three on debut. Yeah, I'd, um, I made, made my debut with a close mate, Wade Thompson, who was um, yep. just about to get drafted, so um, I actually remember... Um, rocking up late to the game, to be honest. I was about 30 <laughs> minutes late. I had to catch a cab. Yeah, so, um, I rocked up late and um, Andrew Jarman was the coach at the time. He just said, get ready and get ready to play. So we just went out and played footy. And, yeah. Uh, yeah, we got, got the win, I'm pretty sure, and um, ended up being a good day. So, Can you remember all three goals? Uh, yeah, I can. <laughs> um, I can remember all of them. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I, I think there were, there, were, there were a few ex-AFL boys playing in that. I think Trent Enchel was playing, Kenny yep. McGregor. Yep. Um, yeah, so there were some good footballers running mm. around. So I kind of just, I was just happy to be out there running yeah. around with them. Um, and to be able to snag three goals on the day was, uh, I guess, just a bonus. Well, I know you're modest. But come on, run through them with us, please. Um, two were from the boundary. Um, <laughs> one was a dummy. No, I don't know. I do know, but that's, yeah, that's all I'll give you. <laughs> yeah, as I said, very modest indeed. Um, and then, yeah, obviously uh, plenty of time there with the Roosters until um, you actually played three of your Sandful statewide Super League games uh, with West Adelaide in 2011. Um, yeah, just um, uh, remind us as to what unfolded there. Yeah, I, I remember gotten, getting injured uh, about halfway through the year and... Um, I was playing a lot of reserves football, and I think um, at the time, Port Adelaide just advised that it was kind of best to try another club and see if I can get some league football somewhere else. So mm-hmm. um, I kind of listened to their call and um, ended up ended up going to Westies under Andy Collins, which was a good, good uh, last three or four months of the mm-hmm. year. Uh, went into a really yeah, good football program. They were a really hard training club. I just remember how hard they trained and how physical they were during training sessions. So, yeah, okay. Um, yeah, so I actually went there and learned, learned a fair bit in that six months. And, um, yep. yeah, there were some good players there. I think Izard and um, mm. Schmidt, yeah, there were a few good footballers running around at that time. So it was, it was a good few months there. 
Most definitely. And then uh, you headed west and um, played over in the Waffle, uh, firstly uh, with uh, Swan Districts and then also uh, with Pill Thunder as well. How did you find things uh, over there? Yeah, I, the, the bigger grounds were probably more suited to the style of, or my style of football. Mm-hmm. Um, firstly, you had to get really fit, so um, I knew that I was going over to big grounds and um, I knew that most of their grounds were, the average size of their grounds were similar to um, Elizabeth, so mm-hmm. um, I knew that I had to get my runners on and do some running <laughs> before I started playing over there. So, um, But it was good. I, I, I kind of likened it more to the style of uh, AFL football in terms of their structures and mm-hmm. um, the around the ground. Um and just the speed of the game, yeah. So it was it was a good learning curve for me as well. Um, lucky enough to play state football over there, and with with some really good good waffle footballers playing mm. um, AFL footy now. So um, yeah, I, I kind of just looked at it as just another learning curve and another, um, I guess, another experience that held me in good stead for the next sort of chapter, which was back here in Adelaide. Yeah, and you touched on the state footy, uh, then you sort of came back to that final chapter here in Adelaide and ended up putting on the cherished red Guernsey against the Sandgropers, so that would have been interesting for you. Yeah, yeah, I think um, they gave us a bit of a touch-up that day as well, so I think mm. they just played the ground a lot a lot smarter and a, um, they were a lot better at using the space and um, you know holding, holding shape on a big ground. I think we played at Lathlane, which is one of the biggest ovals over in WA, yeah. so... Yeah. Um, but again, yeah, just a good experience. Uh, then back with North Adelaide um, for a couple of years. Um, so uh, yeah, what sort of motivated you to come back home to SA? Um, oh, my my partner is an Adelaide girl, so she's always um, she's always stayed here. Um, I always planned to come back to Adelaide um, and got a work opportunity um, with the university. So I ended up moving back, and um, it was just a perfect transition back. So. Um, Wanted to go to somewhere I was familiar um, mm-hmm. and had a fellow Darwin lad and Joe Anderson playing at North Adelaide and also Matty Campbell, so I wanted to go mm. and play football with them. So I um, returned to North Adelaide where I knew a few guys and, um, yeah, the next four or five years there were, were, were pretty good. I mean, we weren't successful, but, um, you know, it was, a, it was a good few years of football. Yeah, obviously uh, a best and fairest uh, in there for you along the line as well. And then the switch to Glenelg came last year in 2018, um, headed to the Bay. Um, what prompted that move? And I know um, part of the reason you chose Glenelg was a bit of that family history once again with obviously uh, Mark Motlop having played uh, for the Tigers during the 1980s period. Yeah, I guess, um, to be honest, I was ready to... Um just finished essay NFL football altogether and just go out and relax. Um, mm. Yeah, work started picking up and I was travelling mm. a little bit. So um, I guess the, the ability to commit fully to essay NFL football was, um, I guess the question was being asked. And mm. uh, yeah, I was I was ready to actually go out. I think it was the Barossa League or something, and then had a couple of lads from Darwin move down. Um, BV, who was playing last year, yes. Um, so yeah, I, I thought I'd. Um, I just try and refresh my refresh my mind and refresh my career and go over move over to Glenelg and play with a few mates and um, yeah since being there it's been um, unbelievable yeah, yeah really successful uh, this year and obviously uh, a nice end to last year winning the last six in a row and so the vibe must be good down there at Brighton Road yeah it is I think it's um, it's I guess it's just really it's led by um, Stony and 
um, I guess, his knowledge and the game plan that he's been able to bring in. Um, mm-hmm. And I guess the, the purpose of why we're playing each week and we've been able to create a, a brand of football that um, you know, we, we know when we're on, we, we're competitive with anyone in the competition. But that's, mm-hmm. that's taken... That's taken a, a little bit of a little bit of hard work and a bit of process over the last you know twelve to eighteen months. So um, it's been good to be able to create that um, with a group. But yeah, we're we're still um, we're still improving and we're still in, along that journey to, to becoming a really really good SANFL club. And obviously, uh, want to keep things rolling against uh, South Adelaide in your one hundredth game down there at Flinders Uni Stadium on Sunday. Yeah, definitely. I think. Um, you know we're we're not too bad. We're not getting scored against a lot, um, and we're mm. starting to kick. We're starting to kick some um, reasonably big scores, but um, once again, it's yeah. We we understand that our base football will put us in um, a position to compete, and then we have to just be um, take make the most of our chances and um, and finish and, and win the game. But yeah, to be able to go down there and um, get a win against South, who last time I think we we. We ventured down there wasn't wasn't a really good game for us so to be able to get a win there is good beautiful marlon well thank you very much for your time on sample radio we do appreciate that and once again congratulations on reaching your 100th sample statewide super league game for uh, when you line up for the tigers against south adelaide on sunday at flinders uni stadium no worries thanks zach appreciate it